day. So every day we start fresh because we can't affect the past, but we damn sure can make a difference today. Welcome to episode 25 of Shop Talk. It's Jennifer and Carrie here, and we're back with a recap of 404. Um, and it was an interesting episode. So we'll start off with some news and then just kind of dive right into the episode. We don't have much news because they're on hiatus next week, but we did get the Halloween promo. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. Oh my gosh, guys. It looks so good. Even the like, um, what is it called? Their like title card is um, like Halloween. Yeah. Themed like spooky. And, like, yeah. Spooky. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it looks very, very good. Um, as you guys know, I think we mentioned it last week that like Pete Davidson's coming mm-hmm. back. Yeah. So it's cool to see him in the actual promo. Um, he's back. He has blonde hair now, which I didn't know. Um, so that was like different. Um, he, he used to have dark hair. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, um, there is no sign of Tamara in the promo, but we we saw her in the photos. So yeah. obviously she's going to be there in some capacity. And we know she's in the episode description. She's yeah. at least listed. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um. I noticed when I was watching the promo, Lucy might be fighting off like a quote unquote zombie, you know, like the yeah people are acting like zombies because of this new like designer drug that's going around. Um, yeah, it kind of looked like she's wearing a costume though, so maybe there is some kind of party. Like I don't know, because like I kind of yeah. thought maybe that's where like tomorrow comes in, because I know if she's in college, like at least when I was in college, Halloween was like still very much a party. Yeah. Uh, holiday so i I did see i was watching the promo again and i thought that i saw her kind of pop out somewhere like when jolin jolin uh john and tim are like (laughs) in the theater together or something i don't know i thought that i like saw a glimpse of her like in that white outfit yeah like maybe she's like back up for them i don't know but oh maybe maybe yeah yeah, but oh my gosh, no, Tim and Nolan, though, like, so here for that. We're about um, to get served with Tim in that gray sweater. Yeah, oh my gosh, it's going to be so good. Um, and then I also noticed that, like, I know people on Twitter have been talking about it, but, like, um, I did notice when I watched the promo again that it does look like Tim had blood on his one arm, and then, like, Lucy's uniform looked like it was, like, yeah torn in the shoulder and like her the white undershirt that she wears like had blood on it too so like mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's from that promo picture where it looks like a zombie is attacking their shop probably but if we don't get a protective Tim moment then like what's the point you know what I mean seriously like, that's what I want <laughs> um you know how people talk about the true crime episode and they're like that episode just felt weird I feel yeah, like yeah. that's how this one's gonna be like it's totally just gonna be like one of those episodes that there's like no follow-through storylines with it it's just like it's just like a weird fill-in episode there yeah. I don't know I mean and obviously it's going to be like that because I mean if it is it's going to be because of it being the Halloween one um mm-hmm. but yeah I was watching the promo again today and I was like looking at the countertop when uh Pete and Nolan are talking and I'm just like what is on there like what is on that countertop it almost looks like it's like I don't know sausage or something I don't know I'll have to share a screenshot <laughs> of it because I I texted it to you and I was like oh, what is I must have missed on that. this countertop it 
to me it looks like a thing of shrimp like when you get it in the grocery store and it's like raw shrimp but you can like eat it mm-hmm. um maybe no one's having a party i don't know it was just like oddly placed on the counter and i was like okay that's on but okay i don't know it almost looks like you know when medical shows like do surgeries or something and like you'll see them like take out like organs what they call it looks kind of like that and i was just like why is that just like casually placed on the counter that's just weird decoration you know like halloween like I don't know. Event. It's oh just God, casually no. placed on the counter. I will go <laughs> ahead and tweet out a screenshot of it and, you know, everyone can talk about it because it is just really weird. Oh my gosh. That's too... Yeah, I don't... yeah, weird is a good word. I don't know another word for it. But yeah, I mean, that's really all we had about... I mean, unless you had anything else to add about the promo or anything, that was just kind of my observations for it. I think it just looks like a wild ride. We also didn't see any Wopeds in the promo, but we know true. that they're going to be dressed up. Same with Nyla. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be a wild ride. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I hope it'll be more comical than it, it will be like scary. Because the rookie yeah. doesn't do scary. I mean, they do in a way, but like it'll be, it'll definitely be more comical in a way. I would think so. Cause like, yeah. I could just imagine like Nyla or Tim being like oh god this is what we're dealing with today (laughs) like yeah what is happening right now I bet Tim absolutely hates Halloween (laughs) just because of the bullshit that he has to put up with like he probably works every year on Halloween because he hates trick-or-treaters I'm sure I'm sure he just gets annoyed with people like coming to his door and he's like i'd rather work and like make money than just like sit at home and do oh nothing oh my gosh he kind of sounds like the grinch yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know i feel like he he would be like the character that isn't so excited about halloween maybe yeah i don't know i could see it um but that's about it that we have for the news i mean we have next week off so the mm-hmm. halloween episode is the next time that you know uh we'll we'll be sitting down at our tvs on sunday night um so then yeah we can dive right into the episode do you want to tackle nolan and bailey first or the nyla stuff um why don't we start off with nyla because i mean i i like her she just had so many like good she had like so many moments still yeah well i mean even like little parts in the episode where it was like okay she's badass here like all right right um after roll call we see nyla like wanting to check aaron's evidence kit and she pulls out a package of something and it's like soybeans is what he calls it and aaron's just like yeah it's my snack you told me to put one in my war bag um in case you know we get stuck on the scene and you know miss lunch or whatever and so he backs it up saying that they're like high in protein they're healthy for you and they'll never go bad or no no he doesn't say that they'll never go bad but he's just like they're healthy um and so she rebuttals and she's like yeah there are mold fests and waiting like you know you cannot carry these in the bag and so she tells him to pack something with preservatives um because he doesn't know how long they could be in there like i mean i don't know i just think of it being like a granola bar like in your purse i heard a celebrity one time say like i always have a protein bar my purse just because you never know when you need it like yeah stuff like that you do need to like make sure that 
it's something that won't go bad <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, um definitely but yeah so then after nyla kind of leaves lucy comes up to the window for her gear and she tries to strike up a conversation with aaron and um he says like i can handle harper's tough personality and lucy just tells him you know that she can confide in that he can confide in her rookies talk crap about their tios all the time anyway um and then i just thought about it like on my rewatch and i was like okay she kind of did and i guess no one somewhat did he like just, he like complained like they all just kind of complained i mean they never yeah. really like so like they're you know like they, they absolutely like hate their tos just, right like, well and like no one was more like I, I just don't know what to do like i don't know how to get on nyla's good side and tally's good side but yeah lucy i would say was probably the more like the one to complain the most just because tim would test her but okay. i don't remember jackson like ever complaining no not really i mean i know he would like get down on himself a lot like yeah it, you know like if lopez was kind of like tough like tough love kind of thing but like yeah. yeah he was not one for um like any kind of like bad mouthing yeah so i don't know i mean maybe like they meant that line to be different but i was just like they didn't really talk crap about their tos like they more so complained than anything mm-hmm. I, it was just weird um but then thorsten reminds her you know like she's not a rookie and she's just like but i'm here if you need me like i'm here if you need to talk i know what it's like um and especially i think she kind of met like with a difficult to because mm-hmm. like she at him you know he was yeah. definitely hard on her um mm-hmm but Aaron and Nyla like the next time we see them they're walking through the promenade and he brings up nuts and he's like what about those those never go bad and they're healthy for you like they can sit in my kit and um you know she's just like just buy a damn candy bar like what's so hard about it I mean a candy bar could go bad they actually they do have expiration dates on them and if your chocolate melts and then like like you know kind of reforms it's not as good i think so that's true um and it's definitely hot in la it's not getting cold yeah. anytime soon really yep. um but now i want to know what each of them keeps as a snack in their war bag yeah because i never knew that was a thing because like i don't yeah. think we ever really saw anyone else they would get food occasionally like while they were out like a lunch know? or like, something yeah yeah but not snacks really yeah and now like i want to know i mean lucy is definitely like i don't know she she has like um kind of like health store stuff yeah or an occasional like i could see her having an occasional like candy yeah or something yeah i don't know that would be interesting to like know like what they each keep in their war bags um but then you know as they're walking through the promenade aaron is recognized by an old friend of his leah and she's like you're really a cop like i i knew you were in the academy but i didn't think that like you actually made it and nyla's just like he still has to finish his training so he's a rookie and he's not totally like like promote or known as a cop i guess um but nyla's like i'm leaving like i'm walking back to the shop and aaron's still there talking to his friend we find out did an interview talking about his case and she was really the only one of his friends that stood up for him and so you know after a little bit longer 
like of them talking Nyla starts the shop and she flips the switch on the siren and he's just like I gotta go like you know um and he gets in and he kind of mumbles and she just like doesn't even want to hear it so I seriously thought I think it might have been Emily or someone from the rookie rewatch that had tweeted that like they thought that Nyla was gonna like start driving away and I did too (laughs) honest to god I thought she was gonna start slowly moving away and then Aaron was just gonna turn around there's gonna be no shop in sight that would have been hilarious like I I would have paid good money (laughs) to see that (laughs) yeah um but then Nyla and Aaron like we see them kind of roll up on a scene where it's just a bike on the ground and it's like broken and mangled we find out that it was a hit and run so a witness says that he saw a cloud a car plow into a guy on the spike and the victim couldn't walk it looked like his legs were broken I mean honestly like I'm surprised that that was it because the bike was like mangled it was like the handlebars were just you know I mean it wasn't like attached to anything and so then like the witness says the driver of the car said something about a hospital and they drove off and you know like it seems like he took the um the biker like the driver of the car took the biker to the hospital um so the witness didn't get a good look at the driver or the license plate not even like a partial wreck of it He's just like, but I do know the car model. He's like, it's Silver Civic. And I was like, great. A popular car in LA. Yeah. A popular car everywhere. Like, not even just in LA. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm honestly surprised that she didn't get a little bit more sassy with that dude. Like, <laughs> but I guess she, like, she, she knows her boundaries of, you know, like, who she can get sassy with. And witnesses and stuff she can't really because they're just civilians so and Nyla's like um yeah Thorson you can like document the scene and so he pulls out his phone and she's like is that your company issued phone and he's just like no that's in the war bag like that's in the car okay well one why wouldn't you go and get that like I don't know right so then she's just like I'm gonna ask you a question and I cannot emphasize how much I do not want you to answer it and she's just like, what's the most embarrassing photo that you have on your personal phone? And she's like, I don't want to hear it because he starts kind of thinking and he's just like, uh, might be that one. And she's just like, picture being entered into evidence, the phone. Um, or yeah, picture that one photo being entered into evidence because it's on the same hard drive as the crime scene photos. Like, just think about it for a minute. Would you want that known and like, in evidence and so he's just like yeah no I'll get the digital camera yep I mean I wouldn't (laughs) no I wouldn't either and just like the her like slight head shake after Mm -hmm. he leaves was like perfect I was so glad the camera stayed on her for another second yeah I don't know I found it funny because I was like you know I kind of relate to Aaron like in that moment because when I was in high school like I was doing some presentation and it was PowerPoint and like, you know, I had it on my flash drive. So I opened it and then like for some reason, because it was like casting so the entire classroom could see it like the, instead of like, it just being like the uh, file name, like the actual, like a little icon of it came up onto the screen and it was like nothing bad, like for a freshman in high school, but I had a classmate like make fun of me for a picture that was on there. And I was like, 
okay, well it's my flash drive. So, you know, yeah. Yeah. But I was just like, I relate to Aaron on that better safe than sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but then like later on in the episode, you know, we see Angela kind of meet up with Nyla and she's like, yeah, I've got a lead on this. Um, and you'll kind of go into it a little bit later, but, um, Nyla's running the lead with Ken Haverfield. Um, and she arrives at a warehouse and sees that like, she sees the car that, you know, they have the lead on and everything. And she sees a guy like running, walking through the warehouse. So she goes in without backup because one, she's badass, And two, she like simply cannot wait for backup to get there. Um, and so she finds a body on the ground and then a fire starts and it's just like get out of there like ah I don't know um but she goes to open the door to leave and like she can't get it open so what does she do she shoots Locke because again badass Nyla Harper um and so it opens and she gets out of there along with the guy um along with the body and so you know like she then like we see her kind of coughing and then she like falls onto the ground um and then back up and obviously like help arrives um but I don't know I just thought her yelling and like announcing her presence like LAPD police I don't know I was just like wow I love her I don't know I just thought it was like cool in a weird way like I don't know how she's a badass yeah she's like so she's so tiny like Mickey is such a like small person it's just so cool to like hear like a powerful voice yeah well and then like for her to be like working with the midnight shift on it her to just go in without backup like that's just you know it's crazy um but then the next and the last time we see her she's in a hospital bed like getting treated for smoke inhalation and I just know that she like protested and hated every bit of that like them putting the wires on her the oxygen mask all of that like she knew that it was necessary but she was probably like just like groaning the entire time Mm -hmm um so then we just kind of jump over to Aaron and you know like later on or after um the whole like promenade thing with Leah he kind of talks about um you know like how he's kind of nervous squat to dinner with her even though like you know she was the one that kind of stood up for him um he he tells Nyla like after he got home no one called after he got arrested no one visited and his friends all just kind of sold interviews to media outlets willing to pay. Um, but he just reiterates that like Leah was one of them that stood up for me and, you know, like had some nice things to say. Um, so it wouldn't hurt to try and salvage that relationship. But Nyla's just like, but if she never really came around, is she really your friend? Like, I mean, I can't say that I disagree. Mm-hmm sounds like his friends weren't that great um but he ends up going out to dinner with her to a popular place where like there's tons of people and paparazzi and he's just not for it like he's just like you did this to benefit yourself and she's like well yeah but we can both benefit from it like we can rebuild our friendship and you know we can get a little you know clout from it um she can get more followers and so she's like when he kind of declines it, she's like, well, then I can still get my, my exclusive. And so she like takes a selfie with him, but even that he's shutting that down. He's just like, nope, not going to happen. So he decides to confront her and, um, 
you know, he's just like, I thought that we could reconnect, but it's not going to happen. So then he leaves. And as he's like uh, walking down the street, he finds a bench and he's just like, he calls Lucy. So he needs some words of advice from her. Um, because again, earlier in the episode, she was like, well, if you ever need P1 Lucy, like I'm here. Um, and you know, so Lucy says that like becoming a cop with no one else close to you, becoming a cop too, like you have to kind of become friends with the others around you and rely on them because it is isolating. Um, and Lucy tells him about the three of them that were in her rookie class and Aaron kind of puts the pieces together. I mean, I'm sure that he already knew about jackson he had to have. yeah well because as soon as he said it like who was the third he backtracked yeah. and was like oh right the guy that yeah died um oh. so then like him and lucy kind of like bond over losing their friends and i thought it was like a sweet moment and like a way to like kind of introduce that friendship mm-hmm. um and then he says that you know he's spent the last two years feeling alone so it's nice to have someone to talk to um and lucy doesn't really like say anything um but when she hangs up like we see her cute little smile and she's just kind of like she's got the like little alexis rose like "Mm," you know like i don't know like her little moment like gestures i guess i don't know you haven't watched Shit's creek so i know of the the you know of yeah character that you're referring Um, to but but yeah i don't know a few times in this episode i was like okay I see a little bit of Alexis Rose and Lucy but then again like that's also just me kind of finding any way that I can to like get tv shows to you know parallel and crossover in some way that's fair so then um you know like at the end of the episode Aaron's getting the war bags ready for the day and mentioning it and mentioning it to Lucy and you know like he's just like surprisingly Nyla's not taking the day off and Lucy's like, yeah, she sets pretty high bar. Um, and so then she also gives him the what she explains and describes as the cockroach of protein bars to keep in his bag. She's like, it's guaranteed to stay edible until long after they're gone. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I would eat it. And Aaron's like, I will cherish this forever because I'm not going to put it into my body. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I... I, I don't think I would either like I'd probably forget that it was in there not so yeah. much that like I wouldn't want to eat it but I would probably forget that it's in there because I'm queen of doing that like I'll buy something and then I forget that like I have that sack and so I'll buy something else oh really <laughs> yeah I'm just like oh well so yeah that was it on the Nyla and Aaron stuff I mean I don't know we have kind of talked about it before that this episode felt like there were like it was two episodes because it just felt like there was so much going on so yeah it did mm-hmm. do you want to go over Nolan and Bailey now yeah they were um, like our main story yeah kind well of. no one was I don't yeah know. no yeah. one was definitely because he was in aside from well i mean he he did interact with nyla um a little bit i like seeing it yeah um but yeah so he was kind of involved with every uh kind of a and b uh storyline but anyway as far as he and bailey go um that's how the episode starts off they are eating breakfast and they're exchanging stories i already can't speak this is gonna be so fun um i can't speak either let's just roll with it (laughs) goodness 
Um, Bailey says that they rotate. Oh my goodness, rotate kitchen duty in the firehouse. So that's where she worked on her cooking skills. Um, that like reminded me of Chicago Fire. Apparently, a lot of firefighters are good cooks. Oh, really? Because of that, yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. So that's kind of how um she learned to cook and like do all these fun things um they're already kind of getting this um like cop versus firefighter thing kind of started um they're They're like very flirty too yeah like it starts out like very um it's not so much like competitive as like you said it was like flirty kind of um it's kind of cut short though john says he has to get going it's uh angela's first day back he's got to go pick up champagne and Bailey's like, champagne for a nursing mom. And John's mm-hmm. like, I said flowers. You heard champagne? That's so weird. Um, <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah. Um, and so, well, I know for the next time that they, that we see John, he's like writing by himself. And the first time I saw him alone, it literally, it looked like he was like, I don't know, like, it didn't look like a meme or anything, but it looked like you could just like Photoshop anyone in the seat next to him. Like it was just mm-hmm. so weird to like see it empty. Um, I noticed that his call sign was different, like 7L19 or whatever. But I think um, there was another episode where one of them was driving by themselves. I don't remember I, if it was like Jackson. Or I think someone. it was Jackson. Yeah. When he met um, the horse guy. Mm-hmm. And I think his call sign was L too. So I wonder if L just means that they're like on their own for the show. Yeah. Or like the only thing I could think of was like L is like loner or like loan. Yeah. Like, a lo- you know, but I don't know. Um, yeah. I'm kind of curious. Um, <clears throat> but it was like, yeah, just the first time I saw that he was by himself. I was like, well, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, And I also kind of hope that he didn't get himself into too much trouble because, you know, it's John and like he tries, but like, yeah, sometimes he's just going to need some help. Um, (laughs) For a minute, I was like, wait, where's Lucy? Like he, he left Lucy at the station, even though we had already seen that roll call scene. I was like, that's right. Lucy is the gopher. Like, and then I was like, it just still just feels really weird without no one having someone. Yeah. I wonder if he'll be on his own quite a bit, like with Lucy as the gopher then, mm-hmm. or I mean, unless they like bring in someone else or have yeah. Smitty ride with him or something. I don't know. Can Gray ride? See, can Gray ride with Nolan again? That'd be yes. funny. That'd be so fun. But also like Smitty. Oh my God. Oh yeah, my God. Especially after that. the end of the episode. Like, could you imagine that? Oh my God. Cause they would just be like debating Yeah. too. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, um, okay, but anyway, so first call for Nolan, he rolls up to a house, um, there's, like, two men are arguing with a blonde-haired lady, I'm assuming, like, a neighbor, yeah. um, the lady said that a woman ran out of the house from the two men, and, um, the, there's, like, one man that's kind of standing back, like, kind of idling by the door of their house, and then the first one that's kind of out on the lawn arguing with the woman was, like, she's unwell, she's bipolar, she needs her meds. Yeah. but like no police just like let us like find her um and the first man also claims to be the woman's husband and like but oddly enough won't give up what his missing quote unquote wife was wearing 
um, but the neighbor does and said gray sweatshirt white pants mm-hmm. um, so John kind of knows what to look for um, he you know leaves the scene He's driving around uh, spots the missing woman in like it was like an not an alleyway but it was like really really it was like a side street I guess probably yeah by some warehouses or something it was bigger than just an alley yeah um so he gets out he tries to talk to her she doesn't speak English and he's picking up on the fact that she's like very drowsy and just incoherent in general um he helps her into the shop the two men from earlier come up they get out of the car like you know thank goodness you found her like still keeping up this act Mm um and but they also won't show nolan their hands and so when that happens obviously gunfires exchanged um lots of it because the poor shop is like littered with bullet holes yeah it was crazy um and so he like he since he had put um the woman into the shop he ends up pulling her out to like try to get her to a safer spot kind of um but she ends up running thankfully she doesn't get shot I don't know how I mean I guess because they were kind of focused on shooting at Nolan unfortunately um but still I don't know how she didn't like I don't know get shot especially when they were like out to get her like I'm surprised that one of them didn't go after her Mm -hmm. yeah um so it kind of like that kind of ends we'll kind of come back to it at least that part of the storyline involving the missing woman uh Mm -hmm. later but when the next thing for Nolan anyway is like I just thought it was so funny how when he and Tim and Lucy are in the um house that you'll talk about later um he like not an appropriate time but he's just like yes because like he and Bailey have the bet going on and like he's like okay good this is like one point for me of like another cool story I can have yeah for like the cop side of things and I'm like oh my god it is not the time well and Chenford's like the fuck are you even like talking about right they like it's nothing I'm like you need to just chill here dude like you just got everyone in trouble so oh my gosh he did yeah it was um yeah kind of unfortunate but um yeah I mean it works I don't know yeah um the next time we see um John and Bailey together they're at the hospital um John's waiting on updates uh for Nyla I thought that was nice because like Mm -hmm. I don't know because like she waited with him at the hospital about like Henry and stuff like last season so I just thought that was nice that he's like waiting um Bailey's oh, she him. was she was following up on the lead that like that's was kind true. of connected to him too mm-hmm. that's true um yeah so Bailey's with them um they're still kind of going on about this cops versus firefighters thing um Bailey's like they should be able to agree that firefighters are better than cops because why else would Harper and Nolan be running into burning buildings um yeah that was a good burn um Bailey was like kind of just joking that like they were jealous um yeah. but then she also goes on to say like exchanging another story about how she was stuck in a wildfire mm-hmm. it was like coming up the hill um that she was on like coming up behind her she lit a fire in like the brush around her wrapped herself in a fire blanket and like rolled herself and the fire like pushed past her 
because it yeah. wasn't like directly in contact with her so she didn't get like super badly burnt or anything mm-hmm. but I'm just like I'm trying because like whenever people are like describing stories I try to visualize it and I just literally yeah. can't like I oh my gosh like it's just so much like because even Nolan was like to get out of a fire you start you a fire yeah like it just mind blown like it didn't well see I think she said that it was like in a canyon or something but like I was thinking of it being like I don't know like and not in a desert but like I don't know just like on a hill or something and I'm like I mean it had to have been a big fire for you to not be able to like go anywhere mm-hmm. yeah and I would assume okay so she had a like a fire resistant blanket so was she in her turnout gear I mean not that that totally protects her but like I don't know I don't know I mean she was probably way more protected than like she could have been but mm-hmm. or them yeah but I don't know Bailey is an interesting character that's for sure she is um and then I just enjoyed like when the doctor came out and was like you know or no it was Angela that came out um and was like you know we can go see how Nyla's doing um and the first thing John says he's like you had to try and one-up me and I was like Mm -hmm. try (laughs) yeah like please oh my god just even when she's supposed to be like sitting there with the oxygen mask on she still has time to just like roast him yeah like it was just oh my god it was just it explained their dynamic quite well because he was like oh yep she's back like yeah she's not her unless she's insulting him yeah (laughs) which is it just cracks me up um it was a very like short visit um because Angela needed to get information from Nyla so they kind of John and Bailey kind of went on their way um as they're walking out they're like you know I'd say this is another stellar date um which I guess um because they're walking he takes her to the weirdest I know it's so weird like uh, yeah but she goes along with it (laughs) so like she obvious I don't know she must like the thrill I who knows yeah um no one still won't let the cops and firefighters thing die so um he shares his russian spy story with bailey and just like when you when the camera cuts back over to bailey right and she's kind of looking at him like she's kind of like a little bit confused a little bit in disbelief a little like dazed like that's how i felt when he's just rambling again like he's just talking and talking and talking (laughs) um it just I mean it it just cracks me up um they said they're gonna spar for the title um and then they like put their hands up like they are gonna fight like in an elevator I'm like pretty sure that that's not safe (laughs) and that a firefighter and cop would both know that I don't know I think they were just being flirty but I was just like okay that's a little odd Mm-hmm. um but like when bailey puts up her fist nolan is focusing on her left fist because apparently he has a flashback that katarina held something in her left fist when nolan was originally talking to her but when he pulled her out of his shop like when the gunfire was happening her fist was empty so um he thinks that like oh maybe she left something there in the shop mm-hmm. 
So Nolan takes Bailey to the processing bay where her shop is. I just knew, because as soon as the camera lingered on the open gate and no one closed it behind him, that that's how the, I say gun woman, because it turns out that it's Katarina that comes up. Um, I just knew that that's how she was going to get in because, I mean, yeah, I mean, no one should have thought to close it behind him, but I mean, Bailey didn't either. Anyway, nobody closed it. Um, so the gate's open. Katarina comes up behind Bailey, points a gun at her, just as Nolan has found this flash drive that was inside of his shop. Um, Katarina says she's going to kill the rest of the people on the list who participated in the drone strike that killed her brother. Um, and then, like, the fight scene was so not not super fast, but like the move in which nolan got stuck behind the gate when katarina kind of kicked bailey into it like Mm -hmm. that was so fast because like at first i thought it was just john like just was stuck not that the gate got like kicked shut yeah still he was stuck once again um someone did a parallel i think to the um season one episode where john gets stuck in the fence and it's like squeezed his way through yep and tim's like welcome to the arrest Yep. and then that yeah it was like yeah i yeah. wanted to be like welcome to the fight like when he finally came out because like because <laughs> bailey, bailey was, had it was covered. Like, ass. Yeah. yeah bailey was bailey could have been like i just stay there because like i don't need you i got this yeah. but like also you know how sometimes like you can tell that it is like like you can't totally tell if it's the stunt people or the actors like doing mm-hmm. the stunt this one i was like it's definitely uh jenna devon's stunt devil like there's yeah. i mean not to like discredit her but i was just like yeah i mean the way that the scene was moving at least i was like yeah no it's definitely stunt doubles yeah i mean she's definitely like that flexible because she's a dancer mm-hmm. um but i don't yeah i don't know how that exactly would translate into fighting skills um but yeah bailey has some good skills guys like she had it handled um yeah. so yeah bailey rules and so it's kind of like strike one against Nolan there because like he just I mean he couldn't get the freaking thing unlocked he had to enter it on the keypad like two or three times and I'm like yelling at my tv I'm like Nolan what the fuck help your girlfriend <laughs> like what is wrong with you um but that was when I kind of thought she like was going to need help because like she was kind of yeah. taking a few hits there for a little bit but then she obviously like we said had it had it covered um and then we find out after like Katarina is taken away and stuff, like Bailey was a lieutenant in the Army Reserve. So I thought that we already knew that. Or I did we just know that she was in the Army Reserve? Yeah, we didn't know her rank. Okay. Um, yeah. And so uh, towards the end of the episode, um, they were like, we should really have a normal date. Like, no shit, John. Like, what? Like, oh my god Uh, my response to that is we'll stop taking her to crime scenes but also like i think that that's what makes them so interesting because like they're always getting into trouble Mm -hmm. i don't know but i mean yes at some point like please take her to a normal place or make her dinner or something yeah like stay home yeah (laughs) shit trouble would still find him then though let's be real someone would like burst through the door and like (laughs) i don't know shouldn't laugh but yeah probably like want him dead for some reason like he pissed someone else off i don't know yeah um 
Yeah, but it's okay though, because if Bailey was there, then Bailey could defend them. I mean, John John yeah. lived through a knife fight. He he's good. He can fend for himself. But like Bailey was such a badass though. Like I don't yeah. think she'd have any problem jumping in. Um, first. speaking of the army reserve, okay, I would love a scene where her and Tim talk though. Or if something's brought up about the military, and so then they kind of are both like, oh yeah, I was in the army, and you know, like he says his rank or his uh pl- battalion or platoon or anything like that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, just something like that would be because yeah. it'd be cool to see Bailey and Tim in another scene together anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm sure people that saw Jenna and Eric on Witches of East End would enjoy that as well. Yeah, um, yeah, that'd be fun. Um, but like I had told Jennifer this is either on text or Twitter or Instagram. I don't know. Twitter. Last it night Twitter. it was Twitter. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's usually where our funniest things come up with. But I'm like, Nolan is like a walking caution sign. Like literally. You know, like, the, like the triangle, like the yellow triangle emoji with the exclamation point. Like that's the one. Yeah. I mean, still the shocked emoji that we've talked about, but like those mm-hmm. ones are Nolan. Like end of story. That's it hold on like i was thinking i was like he can be minding his own damn business about something but still end up finding trouble like finding mm-hmm. himself in trouble yeah. um that's why i'm just like i don't know if he should be writing alone because like <laughs> who knows yeah i don't know we'll see how it goes yeah see how it goes um but the end scene for well it's I have it as John being with Angela. Um, he wants an update on the arson case. Um, he's kind of like a little hesitant because he's like, I know it's like Angela's case, um, but he just, you know, he still wants to know what's going on. Um, she insisted it's as much his case as it is hers because he's the one that brought the first victim to her. And so she was able to make the connection. Um unfortunately she warns him she's like the killer's smart he's long gone it could haunt them well into their retirement meaning that they could never catch the person responsible um but john is sure that he wants to help with it so they just get right to work i'm Um, here for angela and john scenes yeah that was nice i yeah it was nice to see them more like yeah more scenes for them because they had the one were they paired together for one episode in season one or something like on patrol way back when and then uh, but they didn't really have a lot of like scenes since then i feel uh, like they were because jackson was with tim yeah and lucy was talia, with talia. Was with talia or lucy was with talia so either john was with i think it right? was john and angela or yeah. It was, yeah yeah because it was the switch up yeah yeah so john and angela more scenes with them please yeah definitely because obviously the case is still not done like arson case still you know well the serial killer angle anyway um is still gonna come up i'm sure throughout season four yeah um the final scene of the episode is with john and bailey um she finished making her statement and like john kind of met up with her um Bailey told him that she may have referred to him as hunky at one point in her statement. I just like insert the eye roll emoji. I mean, I love Nathan Fillion. He's fine. But just like, I just like, I can't like, 
I just don't, I don't know if I just don't like that word either because even when Lucy was like hunkiness in like the season two episode with Tim or whatever in the shop I still just like I think I just don't like that word yeah I don't like it either it just like when someone's like oh that's a hunk I'm like no because it could have a whole lot of meanings like that's a hunk <laughs> of junk or whatever no I don't know I think I texted oh. you and I was like I could have lived without that like yeah again I like John Nolan like he's fine you know I mean I like his character he is chaotic at times like but I mean I like his character but I don't know I just didn't really need that so yeah um and then I did rewatch I only saw it on my rewatch I think the John gives her a gift right and I think it says junior officer on the badge I think um I did see something at the top of the badge but I didn't know if it was junior or not I like it was a silver one though yeah I was staring at it for like five minutes I hope that's right if someone actually is able to figure that out because at first I thought it said union for whatever reason and I was like okay Um, that has nothing to do with anything yeah because Bailey's not running for union rep like John is like that has nothing to do with anything um so I'm assuming that was what it was I don't know um but anyway it's a little badge for her exemplary police work um the night before and then the last thing we see for John is he pins up his poster for union rep uh against Smitty so that's gonna be interesting for sure especially because like in the roll call John was like I have a question when like Smitty came up and he's like I'm not really taking questions right now but John was like I don't care and so he asks him and Smitty's just like quiet and I could tell that his inner monologue was just like fuck like I don't know what to do with this and he's just like I'll be sure to represent you on that or whatever and I was just like this will be good (laughs) yeah like I yeah I would love to see them debate I loved when Nyla was like um campaigning means being nice to people and being like no I'm not I'm not doing that and then she was like but um you know who cares the most about benefits is Smitty like you can be sure, sure that you'll have good benefits I mean she's not wrong there though like he yeah that's true but I'm here for the Smitty and Nolan stuff because that will be just iconic yeah no it will be for sure um and then oh yeah okay so today on instagram today is a monday when we're recording this um eric like posted i'm assuming it was something from set it was like their ballot and he was like cast your vote and it had smitty's name and john's we know smitty's first name it's quickly quickly smitty I don't know why I just got a good kick out of that like I did funny and then and then Eric was like for all of you who were wondering Smitty's real name like it's Quigley and I was like seriously like he sees our Twitter chaos (laughs) of course he does that's great but yeah so Um, now we know Smitty's first name yeah Mm -hmm. honestly though I kind of just want to like finish talking about Smitty and Nolan being union reps now though oh yeah like we have a little section of it at the bottom of our outline um but this, just like, this truly is the most chaotic episode of shop talk because like usually we go like an order of what's on our outline it really is we're, we're just, not like jumping today. around and it was not. 
to me one of the most chaotic episodes of the rookie too just because of all the different storylines it was yeah but like okay so like when smitty is like or well when they're in the roll call room right it's the beginning of the episode Uh um and it's grace talking about how you know they're gonna it's their first and last and only union rep or you know delegate smitty um and he gets up there and he's going to the podium and I just saw in the background like Tim and Nyla were like so unamused <laughs> like so unamused I mean they would be the ones that are so unamused and I I don't know I feel like I caught Lucy that was when John asked the question she was just kind of like holding back a smirk of like mm-hmm. all right see where it takes you I mean, it was a good question. I'll give it. It was. Why that they are bringing up mental health more because mm-hmm. it is such a like prevalent issue. Um, but oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, I just love how like Smithy like froze. Yeah. When John was asking that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he was like, "I'm not taking questions." <laughs> yeah. John just. He was like, he's like, I don't really know how to answer that, so. And I kind of noticed Gray too, like looking between the two and was like, yeah. oh boy. Like, let's see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was definitely good. Yeah. And then I know you had mentioned the scene with John and Nyla and mm-hmm. she was like running means campaigning and campaigning means being nice to people. I just enjoyed how Nolan was like, right. What was I thinking? Yeah. He immediately <laughs> backtracked that. And then she's like, you weren't. And just walks away. Like, She's like, nope, I'm not even entertaining this anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then I know I'll get into it with like the like I don't know, just like like femininity theme kind mm-hmm. of with this. Yeah. Um, but like Angela was the one that had thought about asking their union delegate to step in about certain issues that are happening. Um, but apparently Smitty once asked why do women need tampons can't they just hold it so she decided against it yeah I just need a moment like what (laughs) I just I don't even know how someone could think that that was like a normal question like it's not yeah so many things I mean I don't and then like John's face (laughs) when she said that I was like it doesn't take a rocket scientist to like know that uh, it was just weird it yeah like, no, I, I was like oh smitty get, get too much into that but just I like, was like oh smitty like seriously yeah like it's it's a whole different thing yeah no it's not yeah yeah it's it a was totally just... different women issue and just like oh yeah and I mean he said it to Angela so like okay I kind of need the scene of him saying it or saying something to her that is like a feminine topic and she just looks at him and she's like you need to just shut up like right now dude because it's not this is not working out for you yeah definitely um so Nolan was kind of like well someone should really run against him and Angela's like, you could. Yeah. Poor Nolan doesn't really think anyone's going to vote for him because he had it hard enough being a rookie. And, like, he just got over that hurdle. Angela said she would vote for him just despite Smitty, but a vote is a vote. You know? So. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I would probably do that too. Only because I feel like, I feel like if Smitty was to put his hundred percent into something, it would be to like run for union rep, especially like if it was just him running. Like he has no competition. He's like, yeah, whatever. I'm a shoe in. But like with John running now, like he will, like just fight anything to get that spot I bet maybe not because like he'll know that he'll have to like do stuff but I don't know I was gonna say because when you're running like unopposed and you kind of don't think that like Mm -hmm. you have it in the bag so maybe oh gosh but see what if John is union rep though because he has so much going on like he wants to be a CEO right I mean I mean I know he he's officially out of the rookie program now like he's you know when they P2 well like they were hinting at that and I was like they wouldn't they wouldn't have him run as a union rep would they because like he is trying to be a TO but then I was like unless he's like trying to change his like job outlook on yeah yet again yeah I don't I don't know but I don't know I I see Smitty just like getting competitive about it but then I also see like him trying to campaign and everyone's just like yeah I know my votes for John like we're yeah. not going to have you be union rep. Mm-hmm. Even though he apparently has been since 2006. Yeah. That's a long time. It is. But, I mean, it is time for someone else, maybe? I don't know. Maybe so. But, I mean, if if Smitty becoming, or if Smitty getting reelected for union rep means we get to see more Smitty, like, I'm totally here for it. Fair. I could also see him, like, if he wins he'll pull the card of like well I need someone to like help me do the job and so like he gets like a gopher like what Tim has oh my god Can just no one do, be the gopher just to do all of the dirty work that'd he, be would, he probably would ask no one too that'd be so funny and like John would probably end up doing all the work and Smitty just has the title taking the credit yeah yep <laughs> calling it right now if that probably. doesn't happen I yeah. would be totally surprised yeah <sighs> goodness but see like when john and nyla were having the conversation and john like had pointed out that like nyla should run i thought they were like inferring that she was going to be like oh well you should run yeah i mean i liked the nyla suggestion because i thought that'd be like so entertaining as well Mm -hmm. but i was just surprised they didn't automatically throw john out there like first chance they got yeah see like when they were throwing out the Nyla suggestion I wasn't like I don't know for a minute I was definitely like she could do it because Mm -hmm. like Tim has the sergeant Mm -hmm. position so he's busy Lucy is his gopher so clearly she's busy no one's trying to be TO Mm -hmm. um which we haven't seen a whole lot on that besides for the book thing um and then like Angela obviously is detective and is a new mom so like I don't know it kind of would make sense for Nyla to do it just to give her like another plot line mm-hmm. but then when you know she was like and campaigning be- means being nice to people like I was like yeah I don't, I don't know I don't think <laughs> yeah. she would be she might be a good candidate but I don't know like if she would win so yeah it'll be interesting to see the no woman Smitty and if we so we saw that Eric was filling out like a ballot. So we're going to see the final results. Like, it's not like they're just going to, hopefully not, that they're not right. just going to like brush it aside like they did with another scene. 
mm-hmm. that I am butthurt about, but hopefully <laughs> we see the, hopefully we see the results of that scene or of that mm-hmm. election. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully. So then we can get into Chenford because there weren't many Chenford moments, like verbal ones, I guess I should say. Like, right. But the nonverbal moments were top notch. So we did get a flirty moment with them after roll call. And Lucy was like, what would you like this gopher to go for first? And someone was like, I just know that Melissa had the hardest time saying that. See, you said that so well, though, because I was trying to say it last night just to see if I could say it. And I kept tripping up. I was like, nope, I can't say it. It's because I have it like hyphenated or whatever. But I was, Mm. I mean, yeah, even then I was like, I hate to think about it. Um, But then Tim was just like, I'm sensing a lack of fear of my authority. Like that was like the one flirty chunford moment that we had that was like verbal yeah. cues well and her yes sir back to yeah. him just got sassier too because i saw on tumblr someone did like a like an evolution of that response oh yeah and, like she's had one in season three mm-hmm. with like the good luck you know at the range or whatever and he was like go get changed and she's like yes sir yeah. but like this one she had like the little it wasn't like a full Tim twirl, but like a little bit of like a movement back and forth yeah. that she kind of did it. She, okay. She had the twirl a few times in this episode, like a few times with Aaron, which I don't know. People might've like thought about that as flirty. And I didn't, I just think of that as Lucy because yeah, like Lucy's even so friendly and so nice and so welcoming and just... well, and like, she just, she's very like happy go lucky. Like after she does something good, like almost like a pat on the back for herself but like even after the phone call she was kind of just like oh like I did it you know I helped someone um but then Gray like comes up to Tim and he's just like yeah I need you to catch any 100 calls that come in because I'm paying Elijah Stone a visit and Tim's just like is this a legal one or what he like wants more information and Gray's like I'm gonna do it the right way like chill um but you know like chenford rolls up on nolan shootout scene like after everything's went down like i don't know where they were but obviously right. a little bit um and tim just asks in a sassy tone like how did your missing woman turn into this to me that's equivalent in a way to the welcome to the arrest like really mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you got yourself into another pickle <laughs> yeah um but then like you know they're just like well we'll go down the street we'll check out this house so they barge in because no one's there um after they announce themselves and I don't know why but I found it interesting that Tim didn't take the lead to go in but then on the second relaunch I did see that like he opened the door and then like he ushered the others to go in I don't know I just thought that like he yeah, doesn't say because I thought we saw Lucy's body cam and it was like Tim was in front. Well, I thought that him being sergeant meant that like he went first into everything, but I might be wrong. I mean, I guess it doesn't like really matter, um, mm-hmm. because like you know they all have to clear the scene and stuff anyway. But I don't know. I just found it like interesting because it wasn't just that scene. Like there was a few times where he didn't take the lead, and I don't know. I guess I just thought like that he would be in sergeant like I have to go in first um but so then like you know they clear the house no one makes the observation that the friends in the house all have stock photos in them 
and Lucy's just like, there's no dishes or food in the kitchen. And so the house has been staged, but clearly, and clearly no one lives in it. So, and then John's just like, and it does feel smaller on the inside. Okay. And then Tim's just like, yeah, like a reverse Tardis. Okay. A lot of people were bringing up that this was a doctor who referenced, I don't watch the show or I, I didn't don't either. So I don't totally get it, but that was fun to like, see everyone kind of freak out about that. Um, but did you catch the little look that Lucy gave Tim when, when he said that, like the reverse yeah. Tardis? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, he, Tim's just like, I don't want to hear anything from you. And he's just like, I don't just watch sports. Like, you know, I watch other things. Um, and so Nolan like opens an arm wall, an arm wall thing. And he finds like the best way that I can describe it is like a control center. Um, yeah, it's like a panel of some kind. Yeah. All these different. And yeah. he's just like, yeah, so I found this, but it's all in Cyrillic. And so I don't know what anything says. So what does this man do? He pushes a fucking button. And then like the house like locks down. No one. Oh my gosh. I, this was a sneak peek until we were all like, okay, this man is like crazy. He's chaotic. Mm-hmm. Um, and he can just be so chaotic at times. Like, I don't know. I, I saw someone tweet out or post up like a few weeks ago and they were like, Dave Nolan do smart things and be all helpful and knowledgeable with like house stuff. But then he also goes and does like idiotic things, which just right. face palm. And then like the rookie writers make him, I don't know, just like make him be like this smart, but laughable character that like doesn't know what he's doing half the time. Mm-hmm. And it's just so weird. Yeah. Well, and like, I don't know, like, sorry, I was looking up the uh, Cyrillic because I didn't know what that meant. And apparently... It's like another language, I think. Yeah, well, like, because people were like, it's Russian. And so, like, according to PBS, anyway, that I'm reading, it says it's, like, closely based on the Greek alphabet. But there's, like, the letters were invented to represent Slavic sounds that are not found in Greek. And apparently in Russia, Cyrillic was the, like, was first written in, like, the early middle ages so it was probably one of the earliest like forms maybe that they used yeah but it was definitely I didn't know like what it was because it didn't quite I mean it looked Russian yeah but it also it I could see sort of the resemblance to like Greek as well yeah um but yeah I don't know I was just like seriously like why and then Tim's (laughs) just like you don't know what a button says so you just go ahead and push it like and no one's just like yeah I'm seriously regretting that decision right now I mean I would hope so Mm -hmm. like you don't know what it's going to take to unlock this like I don't know I mean I get it like we all do stupid things sometimes like I don't know it just seems like his are more just like off the wall sometimes yeah um but yeah, like I like John Nolan, but sometimes like I really worry about him. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then like Nolan's like, well, this has, you know, so many, uh, like, you know, this can control so many things. And Lucy's just like, I know what you're saying about the amp service, but you might have to explain that to Tim in a, <laughs> in a joking manner. Like, I don't know. People were just kind of like, she's being mean to Tim. And it was like, no, she's no, being so sarcastic. Yeah. Like I mean it's it is funny, but like yeah. Um and so then like 
Tim's look over to her. Like, again, I say we might not have gotten verbal Chenford crumbs, but the non-verbal Chenford crumbs were glorious in this episode. So then, like, yeah, so when Nolan, like, pushes the button, the house goes dark, the panels come down over the windows, and then we get Tim's sassy line. And, like, then security cameras come on on, like, a little TV, and they, like, monitor the entire neighborhood. And so at first they think that's human traffickers, but Tim's just like, it's a safe house. Mm-hmm. And Tim's like, I've been in a safe house before. Granted, it was in another country, but I've been in one. And Lucy's just like, what? When? Where? Why? Like, she has so many questions. And so Tim just shuts it down quickly and he's like, it's classified. And she kept looking at him though, like, yeah, as if she was like, okay, but you're going to tell me anyway, right? And yeah. He didn't say anything else. Like, okay. But like, Lucy, same, because we want to know more. Give us the Tim Bradford backstory. Like, I need to know where he was. Not, I need to know why he was in the safe house. It had to have been when he was in the military. And maybe, like, he was taken hostage or something. Yeah. Or, like, somehow behind any lines. I don't know. Yeah um but they call the state department and you know once they get there like tim's like once they get here the lapd will be iced out so get as much evidence as you can so they start taking pictures um and the state department rolls up and it's supposed to be like the state department is supposed to be the one that's rolling up but it's actually the cia and they have an fbi agent with them as well um and tim's just like you know the cia has a field office in west hollywood but they can't operate domestically at least not without a supervising federal agency hence the fbi agent so tim's thinking that they will work with the cia or the federal agent but it turns out that the lapd is off the case and not working the scene anymore and lucy's just like kind of sassy kind of take it back like damn really wanted to work on this case so then the CIA agent is like, you know, just turn over any evidence. And Lucy pipes up and she's like, actually, Sergeant Bradford advised us that the federal law enforcement would be doing the collecting. So we just secured the scene. And she kind of like smiled. And then it cuts over to Tim smiling. And I don't know, it was just like such a good moment. And then I put an outline like, what a good gopher. I mean, girlfriend, like she's standing up for her man. Yeah. Tim was like, okay, I thought her well yeah um so then like later on in the episode chenford comes up comes up to nolan and you know they're just like we found a partial print on the shop turns out that the woman's name wasn't linda but katarina antonov um and she's a russian citizen who's there on the who's there on an ngo visa um and it's a perfect cover for a russian fsb agent so she's like a spy um and lucy like did some instagram and internet searching this isn't the first time that she's like went to instagram to do searching (laughs) because we saw that with the caleb stuff too um and they found out they found out that katarina has been dating an air force major um and she was essentially using him to steal top secret information so they go to check up on this air force major find him dead cia guy ends up finding them I mean, how? How does this guy like know where they are? I don't know. It just seems like like a little sus. Yeah, it seems a little sus to me. Um, But Chenford and Nolan like stress that he needs their help to catch the people because now an Air Force major has been killed. And so he takes the three to a secure place to like finish their conversation. 
And he's just like, yeah, no electric signals can get in or out. And Tim's just like, cut the BS. Like, we're getting down to, to the bottom of this. Um, and the CIA believes that she was in the country as an FSB agent um, who was recruiting intelligence assets, but she went rogue. So then it's like, he explains that that's when the two guys who are the FSB spec officers, the ones that Nolan had originally talked to, um, that the one guy like shut down and he was like, yeah, it's my wife. Um, they grabbed her and took her to the safe house. And then they were trying to kill her once she escaped. Um, so she wouldn't end up in the hands of the CIA. So obviously the CIA didn't know that she was in a relationship with major Lyle Marks. That's the air force guy. And, um, or they would have stepped in sooner. This whole like case to me just seems like confusing. It was just very out of left field for the rookie. Yeah. And it just felt like, I don't know. It just felt like there was always just like different things like coming into play. It was kind of odd. Um, but Lucy tries to play devil's advocate and say like, well, maybe, you know, they were cynical and like she, maybe they were, maybe the trio was too cynical and like she really did fall in love. Um, and then the FSB agents found out that she was going to defect and, you know, they tried, they killed him and tried to kill her. But, you know, the CIA guy says, like, espionage isn't a romance novel. And Lucy just quips back and she's like, how would you know that? You didn't even know that there was a Russian safe house in L.A. And, like, she just has, like, a straight face. You can tell that she kind of wants to smirk. And then the camera cuts to Tim. And then John, who just shoot looks at the CIA guy, too. Like, they just stand up for each other. Like, they just, they have each other's backs. It's so cute. Um. But then, like, he, the CIA guy, like, stated that he read Katarina's file and she's not a hopeless romantic. Um, so John poses the question of at least, like, knowing why she targeted Marx. And it turns out that he was in charge of the West Coast Air Force uh, drone command. So he had keys to, like, the entire thing. Um, and, you know, Tim just recaps everything. And he was like, she wasn't trying to steal secrets from Russia. She was in love with Marx and she's planning to defect. Then what was she doing? And the CIA is just like, I don't know. That's where, like, you know, I'm a little afraid. Um, so that was kind of like it on the whole Chenford thing. But I mean, we didn't see much of them tonight um, or in this past episode, but like, I mean, it was fine. I don't, we've been blessed with the crumbs anyway. I think some people are like a little upset about it. And I'm just like, I don't need crumbs every episode. Yeah, I'm okay. Cause like when I did the rewatch, I noticed, well, obviously the, like everyone was talking about on Twitter, there was like this giant space between Tim and Nolan and they were sitting down. Oh yeah. Um, And like people were like, oh, well you sat close to Lucy. I'm like, I'll take that. That's a little tiny crumb. Yeah. Sure. Um, and then I also noticed, I highly doubt that this was intentional unless people are really that sneaky. Um, but like when they were talking of, you know, like espionage isn't a romance novel and like, you know, um, Lucy was saying how they might've been too cynical and she really did fall in love. Yeah. Like the camera people like panned over to like Tim and Lucy in really? like any kind of mentions yeah of like I didn't notice the that. romantic things and I was like okay interesting yeah I didn't notice that 
I don't know. And I also both I also noticed they both did the same hand movements again. I don't know if that's just the Melissa and Eric thing. They're very they're random. They're very instinct. It's so crazy, you guys. Like they do the same things like all the time. That's nuts. Yeah. So yeah, I'll take those crumbs. It was kind of I honestly I enjoyed Nolan being a third wheel to Jenford. <laughs> it was funny because people were like memeing it and they were like so this is when Tim finds out that Lucy and Nolan dated, right? I like, wanted it to be so bad, though. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. Bad. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's not like Tim will never find out. I uh, mean, I, want I don't know. Maybe, I want him to. like, maybe oh. Lucy will bring it up, but I don't know. Yeah. It, but I don't know. We just have Wilpass left yeah well and then our listener thoughts but yeah yeah oh goodness yeah wolf has like they had quite a few scenes they um, did in the episode huge scenes too yeah Mm -hmm. when they were together i mean mostly separate their separate scenes were kind of like intense and like yeah interesting um first time we see angela she's sharing photos of baby jack to her colleagues um sergeant carradine comes over and gives her cases 23 through 60 which are 37 cases that she has um he says that they cleared out a closet for her to um like pump um she says that she's gonna use the women's locker room instead like it just why is he so awkward with her now like it's i don't know they had like a good dynamic and now it's just like it's slightly awkward it was just like translated to be awkward like well I love how she was just like I'm not like gonna tiptoe around this like there's nothing wrong with it at all yep but like her showing photos of baby Jack like oh my gosh I don't know it was just so cute she was such a proud mom too I was like oh I love it I love it it was cute um and then first time we see wesley he's in a suit obviously he's always wearing suits but just like i made several points it really did and like i'll never stop thirsting about it (laughs) yeah he had several different ties this episode too so i mean like he obviously changed his suit yeah because he had a gray suit and he had the blue suit again later and then a red tie Mm -hmm. i mean i approve i stand Mm mm-hmm Elijah's outfit was cool too when they're in the restaurant again which is like weird to see the restaurant like in daylight yeah well like daylight and it's empty essentially because they're not open yet yeah um yeah but anyway so um Wesley is going to talk to Elijah I just enjoyed their little like banter of like how's my favorite prodigal lawyer doing and Wesley's like better than your sniper yeah um just like already with the quick quips um wesley reiterates to elijah that aiden the sniper from the last episode you know he threatened uh lucy and john with a live grenade he had several more on his property there's no way in hell he's getting out of jail yeah um elijah's like i don't care you're gonna make it happen anyway um before they can get like too much into a conversation though um gray's like coming in and so wesley yeah. sneak out the back way wesley's like let me just go hide and the dude like beelines it <laughs> he really does and i, I saw that it. he like he like stayed behind uh-huh. the back door for a little bit 
Well, like, I don't know if he, listening. Like, yeah. Um, so I don't know if he, like, heard everything or if he just saw it. Like, I don't know. Um, but so Gray comes in and he tells Elijah that he needs to choose a different path while he still can because his current one leads him to cross Gray, which is never a good thing. You don't really want him as an enemy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just really, I enjoyed the line, um, that he had when he was like, I figured you were determined to step out of the shadows, uh, that I should be there to greet you. Cause I know like the word shadow or like a reference to shadows like came up later in the episode yeah. I wish I could remember the second time but um yeah but it was just a good line and like again the music was very tense and added a lot to the scene too yeah um I don't know and like you could tell I mean like because Gray meant what he said but like Elijah's face like didn't show any sign of like wavering like that nothing really got to him yeah um so yeah it's I don't know it was just yeah it was an intense thing and like obviously I'll talk about the other intense moment later um but that's the end of them for right now um next time we see Angela she is opening the break room fridge and she's like it's an oven in there Mm -hmm. um she's like trying to turn it on she's like okay it's not coming on like what the heck happened and she turns around and like smitty's back there and she's just like how long has the fridge been broken and smitty's like it's broken (laughs) like he had no idea like i'm just like oh my god and like i feel like maybe it was like because there was a lunchbox and like the Mm -hmm. first thing in there what if it was like his lunch in there and he's like it's broken i wouldn't even know like <laughs> maybe so oh my god also like sweet. as a union rep he needs to get that thing fixed mm-hmm. i mean it's not even like he's going to be a new union rep he is the current union rep like yep dude come on everyone needs yep. a fridge like mm-hmm. everyone does yeah um so angela marching off uh to go tell sergeant gray about it he tells her to fill out a general services request form and bring it back for his signature um she's like that'll take too long jack won't even need or jack won't even need breast milk he'll need liquor for his wedding (laughs) i'm like oh my god angela this pass yeah um yeah so she's so impatient she just like kind of storms off just not having a not having a fun day so far no um we cut over to wesley's in an interrogation room talking to aiden about cutting a deal wesley's like trying to convince aiden to testify against elijah he's not going for it he's like loyalty above all um wesley's like it's not a test like he just really wants him to do it and aiden's like that's a dumb idea and like elijah can count on his silence um Angela ends up texting Wesley a 911 and like the music fooled me so much. I thought it was actually going to be like a Angela's in trouble, Angela like I don't oh. know she's like having a breakdown or something like I don't know. Yeah. Um and while it's a very valid reason to have a 911 text that right. you know her breast milk needs to be chilled. Like this is an important thing. Um Yeah. So she asked Wesley to take the bottles home to their fridge. He's a little irritated, says that he was in a meeting with a client, 
um angela's like your clients aren't going going anywhere like you know they're sitting in cells he can afford to go home for a little bit she can't it's her first day back (laughs) and just oh my god their exchange because she's like plus you owe me and he he has the audacity to ask for what and i'm like i just like put my head in my hands i was like no 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 don't ask for what like there are so many things like so many things yeah um but she's like how about the 12 hours of labor why are you so pissy today I am trying to feed your son like yes go off Angela yes I also loved how like she just so casually was carrying breast milk like through the Mm -hmm. district like she gave no fuck she was like this is a boss move I'm doing this I gotta do what I can to feed my son like And she just like carried it right into Gray's office and it's like, yep. now that is a power move. Yep. It was just, yeah. Um, yeah, she was just very much like, this is what I have to do. I am a woman. I am a new mom. This is what I'm doing. Like everyone else can deal with it. Yep. It was like, I'm sorry. You know, it's been, you know, day. Um, best husband award for that. I don't know why seeing him carry the like bottles reminded me of the time when he picked up the presidency test stick in 301 but it did I don't know why just like he like seeing him carry like female products or something I don't know it was just funny yeah um poor Angela is upset with the fridge choice that is originally brought in she's like it looks like it's from the 1950s take it back yeah. Um, Nyla comes up and Angela's like why is pumping so hard and Nyla's paranoid side of her I guess thinks that it's like a way to like push the women out of the workforce um, Nyla's non-paranoid side is like don't listen to her um, yeah. that was kind of an interesting thing um, mm-hmm. for them to have like I don't know like it worked for the episode I still just kind of want like a like plain clothes like girls night type of scene for like Angela and Nyla and Lucy though I mean I would like it between Um, the three but I could also see it between just Angela and Nyla like Angela kind of picking Nyla's brain about like being a first-time mom and like you know with the baby and stuff but I mean I would like to see with all three for sure yeah um, and then, like, later in the evening, um, we have our another Wopad scene. Uh, well, first starts off, Sergeant Carradine comes over and asks Angela what she's doing. She's like, she got caught up in trying to figure out the bureaucratic hellscape in regards to, like, figuring out where the heck she's going to, like, put the milk, mm-hmm. what, you know, like, why there's still not a fridge situation, all this kind of thing. And uh, Carradine still can't bring himself to say, like, breast milk. Um, or just I'm thinking the word breast Um, because Angela's like it's not a swear word it's not a magic curse that will bring forth the demon it's a word okay I shit I have a question is he married like do we see a ring on his finger because I feel like when you get married like all things go out the window like you're comfortable (laughs) enough to talk about like anything I mean even when you have a kid so I'm like does this guy not have kids is he not married like you know does he just think of the job more so as like you know than anything else i don't know because i was yeah. just like i mean of course, yeah, like I gray see... was not entirely comfortable either right well and i can see it. them not being comfortable because like 
they are her boss um mm-hmm. but i'm also just like i don't know i feel like she's confiding in you she needs something she needs it like for her own like benefit but also to like help others i don't know mm-hmm. it was just it was interesting yeah um but then wesley being husband husband of the century and buying her a fridge yeah so cute which then she was like technically i bought it so right oh my god yeah at the end (laughs) i mean yeah that's their their money so yeah technically she bought it um hey you gotta do what you gotta do so yeah and just like his heart eyes looking at her as she walks away like after they hug they're so cute like i just adore them they are adorable and i just i'm glad that like we are getting more of them this season yeah definitely when i finally noticed that like sean's name is in the main cast list oh god like yeah i finally noticed that i don't know why it took me four episodes to notice but it did <laughs> um well probably because they do it in alphabetical order and so sometimes i don't always see yeah. like, the first first name yeah i um, know i'm like focusing more on like what's going on in the scene yeah. than, like the character names yeah but i finally saw it so um that's exciting except um, on my rewatch i was like watching the uh beginning credits because i was like i know that katarina is katherine scott from like finding carter and stuff mm-hmm. i was like i know okay. that and it wasn't coming up on imdb wiki nothing and so i was like i'm watching these credits to see and sure <laughs> enough yeah it is her Mm-hmm. yeah and like wesley's like extra apology too was so nice because he was like again i'm sorry like he's just just so good like he's so I baby just, i'm happy that like angela and he are like doing like that their marriage in general is like doing well you know like that their dynamic is yeah. still okay when it comes down to it he's so um, baby and we need to protect him at all costs like really yeah totally and like I totally missed the connection between the serial killer and Nala's car case when they were talking again, like she and Angela. Um, because like like you had mentioned earlier, Angela got the name on the missing biker. The fractured pelvis from the last episode is consistent with like being hit by a car, just mm-hmm. like Ken was hit by a car. So if it is their guy, there's going to be another fire set. And so that's how Nyla gets to uh that like finding that car uh on the midnight shift and like how she gets to that fire because she offers to run leads so angela can go home to baby jack yeah so nice like i just love women looking out for other women and like just empowering other women yes very good oh goodness guys the office scene i i have a lot of thoughts I mean, like, I was so excited to see his office again, but, like, I was so focused on the actual, like, scene that I didn't really take the time to, like, notice his office until, like, my rewatch. Yeah. Because the scene was, like, intense. And, like, I, oh my goodness, I just, because, like, Wesley, like, they're having a meeting, right? So it's Wesley and Elijah again. Um, Wesley thinks Aiden's best chance is a forgiving jury. Elijah just comes in, waltzes right in, sits down, and he's like, oh, well, you can stop working on his case because the prison's going to call when they find his body. Yeah. And he just says so casually. And, like, 
Plus, it's like, you had him killed. Why? And, like, I... Obviously, I'm not going to yell the line, but I enjoyed that, like, he yelled the word why because he really just couldn't believe that, like, he would do that. Yeah. Um, and Wesley and was pissed. He was. And, like, you could see it. Too. Like, you could see the emotion on his face. Yeah. Um, and Elijah just kind of, like, he didn't really shrug, but, like, his voice was the equivalent of a shrug. If that mm-hmm. makes any sense at all. Like, he just said it so casually. Yeah. And, like, with, like, no feel. He's just, like, word on the street was he was talking like he was going to turn on me. Yep. And, yeah, so Elijah was worried that Aiden was getting a little squirrely after the one meeting with Wesley. So he took care of it. And even though Wesley insists all they did was talk legal strategy, Aiden was completely loyal. Um, Elijah just, like, was, like, not having it um even though Wesley like insists he's like I you know will not endanger my family like that you can count on um mm-hmm. and Elijah just like looks them dead in the eye and is like this is your final warning and like cue the eerie music and like my heart was like beating so fast oh my gosh like when Wesley put his hand over his mouth and just like was like in disbelief like I did the same thing I was like yeah. oh my gosh I can't believe it just happened like I didn't expect for uh, Elijah to like kill Aiden or have him be killed. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like Elijah that like he will go to like, he just doesn't care Mm -hmm. at all. Um, Everyone noticed and well, somewhat everyone like pointed out on Twitter that there was a picture behind Wesley like on his shelf from like the jc penny's catalog mm-hmm. i'm never gonna stop calling it that um that. so like that was a picture that he was taking on his phone um yeah. we're never getting that scene i want and, that like, selfie so bad i want that selfie someone was like are we gonna get it in a blooper reel like but we That'd never got season three bloopers so oh. i don't know i, I just That'd be fun. I want that scene especially mm-hmm. because it seems like just just by the behind the scenes pictures like they put so much work into that and we even saw yeah. pictures of them filming it so mm-hmm. well and like there were like I swear there was like another black and white one I thought it was like maybe it was like I mean it's supposed to be like Angela but like I didn't know if it was from like Alyssa's Instagram or like there was another photo of like their kid like I didn't know if it was like actually like you know either Sean or Alyssa's like actual kid or like a stock photo or like how much work goes into like choosing those kinds of things like I don't know I'm always kind of curious about that how they yeah or if they choose like photos for different like and then like photoshop them yeah I don't know I'm always curious like like when baby pictures or like young childhood Mm -hmm. pictures of the actor themselves like Mm -hmm. come in for the character um I the pictures and like the set deck is what I'm like really getting interested in especially because mm-hmm. William on the rookies crew is really sharing that information now like even mm-hmm. just pictures and like tidbits and stuff and I'm just like yeah. I like hearing about this like I don't know I do too I'm no. just I'm very fascinated by how the shows run like mm-hmm. I don't I mean I like go and see the one Chicago shows film and I like 
to me, just standing there and like watching them, you know, yell action and like cutting and like all of that. I don't know. I just get so fascinated by it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and the rookie does like a good job of sharing, um, like on the press site, you know, like sharing behind the scenes photos. Like they have a yeah. whole section dedicated to that, which is really cool. Like I think on there, there's a photo. I know it's like shared on Twitter now, but like of uh nathan eric and melissa inside the um like cia you know like room kind of thing that they go in um and like it was cool to see like a bird's eye view of that Um, yeah yeah and so obviously we had mentioned the last end scene for angela was like nolan stops by she's working ask about the fridge angela's like wesley bought it so technically i bought it like yes he did good for her like I don't know I just I enjoyed the like kind of ways in which like I don't know because sometimes like shows like will show uh shows will show wow okay um (laughs) like pregnancies um for people or whatever like for the characters or you know if the actors are if the actresses are actually pregnant and they'll write them in just like you know that's all good but like I don't know if I've ever seen a show like talk about like breast milk or like how you know women yeah. have to like use a pump or whatever like I don't know yeah I just that was interesting like they're continuing these like not even like struggles but just like hurdles that like moms like, have to yeah moms do. have to face yeah I mean even in 309 when they were talking about like you know tell me am I gonna like poop myself well you know in labor and yeah, stuff. Or all like, the birth. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. but yeah it was interesting mm-hmm. I don't know I I liked seeing a lot of Angela and Leslie stuff I mean mm-hmm. I don't know I I don't feel like they kind of get the back burner on episodes but sometimes they do so this episode they it didn't feel like they did and maybe it's because Angela was coming back to work but yeah yeah um, so then we have just a few listener thoughts. Um, Ricarda had said, who of all the mid officers would be the best union rep? Like, that is if Nolan and Smitty weren't running. Oh, if they weren't. Oh, gosh. I feel yeah, like Nyla so could be, like, fun to at least see her try to campaign or run. Yeah. Lucy would definitely want to, like, help her if she won. Mm-hmm. I don't think I see Lucy doing it only because she wouldn't like to say no to people mm-hmm. she'd probably take on too much yeah yeah um, um yeah I don't know I don't know who else I would say maybe Angela because again she would be sassy with people but like she would get stuff done yeah she's like tough but fair yeah yeah, I don't know. I'm just so like I'm just so stuck on the like Smitty versus Nolan mm-hmm. thing. Like it's just cracking me up so much. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um well and then like even when in the roll call room, like Smitty threw Nolan a badge and Nolan was like color me inspired. Like, was that foreshadowing? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Um, but then Ricarda also said, Why was Tim in a safe house before? ideas like i don't know i think it was something do we have ideas like yeah i guess just like theories 
I don't know. It was some, it had to have been something to do with like his military time, especially because he threw in that he so. was in another country. So yeah, like my mind immediately went to like Afghanistan or yeah. like wherever else you might have been. And I don't know like much about the military, but I would think it would just be like him being held hostage or like him having to like help someone or something like yeah i don't know it was definitely his military time um and then she said can you see tim and lucy watching doctor who together i mean it'd be (laughs) cute i've never watched the show so i don't know you know i feel like it is something they'd both like yeah it's 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 kind of quirky but it still has like action components there's some like drama element it like kind of has a little bit of everything Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like yeah. Tim would show his kind of like fanboy side and Lucy would just be looking <laughs> yeah. at him like okay like how she did it in the paintball episode mm-hmm. yeah and Tim would just be like what whatever stays here or whatever happens here stays here you know like mm-hmm. do not tell anyone about this yeah. um, and then she also said that Aaron has a new love interest for Lucy question mark Oh, like, do we think that's happening? I don't think that's happening at all. I, I don't, don't think that is either. I I don't necessarily. I think one of, oh, I know who said Nikki was, like, not a fan of that insinuation yeah. either. And, like, I totally agree with her um, because I don't think that, like, like, hello, guys and girls can just be friends. Mm-hmm. And, like, Lucy's offering, like, extending a friendly like friendly face shoulder to lean on just in like a in the capacity that like she and Nolan should have been from the get yeah you know what I mean like I I don't know I saw some people on Twitter were like well maybe if like Tim mistakes them for like being closer than they are or something then we can get jealous Tim I'm like like why i mean jealous tim wouldn't be like the worst thing but i feel like they're kind of past that and like why put aaron through that like i don't know it just seems kind of random like i don't well and to me like aaron seems really young and not that lucy's not but i don't know i feel Mm -hmm. like plus aaron just feels so guarded like i don't think that he he's also got like a lot to deal with so i don't think he would like right have the hots for like you know another officer like he's got i mean he's literally battling the fact like everyone's perception and opinion that like he should not be there like i don't think he'll like i don't i don't see it happening and people were saying that and i'm just like they're bonding over a traumatic event that like both happened to them they both lost right it's like i can i can see her kind of like mentoring him maybe Mm-hmm. but like if anything that's it like she's just lending yeah, I, an ear if he wants to talk right I don't see it I mean it, not that you can't not that a romantic relationship can't come out of a mm-hmm. bond but just like it's so like both of those wounds for them are still like relatively fresh and yeah. like newer like grief especially for Lucy that she's processing it's like yeah i i just i don't see that i yeah i just don't see it being forged out of a traumatic bond yeah well and like you had said like guys and girls can be friends and i mean like 
Okay. When I first started the rookie, obviously, like I knew that Chenford was like a couple that everyone wanted and stuff. But at first, like I didn't see it because I was like, no, they could just be friends. Like they don't need to hook up. Um, yeah. and, and it wasn't even because of season one finale. It wasn't even because be of then. all like the Nolan and Lucy stuff. I was just like, I don't see him liking her. I can see why she would like him. But I don't even totally see that. Like, I, yeah, I was just like, no, they can be friends. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, like, they grew on me. But yeah, no, I think Aaron and Lucy are probably just gonna stay friends. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think that they would throw that wrench in there. Um, yeah, I can't see it. But then Ricarda also said that she loved Angela trying to balance motherhood and work life. Same. I, yeah. I'm sure that we'll get more of it. Um, and so. even even just seeing like a little clip of Baby Jack like in the high chair or something. Yeah, like, it's gonna be, it'll cute. be so cute. Um, Janine said that Bailey is a badass. She was amazing. Um, and she said even though we didn't get a lot of Chen for crumbs, she loved Lucy and Tim's moments, especially his smirk when Lucy put the higher ups in their place same the non-verbal cues were like almost as good as the verbal cues for sure um and it's just more proof that like melissa and eric like kill it (laughs) yeah um but then she you know like she also loved the lucy and aaron moments um but it made it made her a little bit sad when they were discussing jackson um and same like i wasn't expecting it no i wasn't either um and then she also liked nolan going against smithy and she thinks it's going to be an awesome storyline same i (laughs) i just wonder like how much we'll get we'll get of it i want like a speech i want maybe because like a lot of shows that i've watched like have done uh like election or campaign like kind of things yeah i just want i want like a speech i want a debate i want to like even if it can just be something that Gray has to like shut down before roll call starts or something, oh, yeah. like they're having this thing and he's like, okay, okay, that's enough. Like, no, we're not doing this right now. Oh my God. Tim is like moderating the debate, moderating the debate at the podium and Gray walks in and he's like, what the hell is going on? And, t- and Tim John and Smithy like, are just like opposite sides of the room. Yeah. And Tim has like his head in his hands and he's just like, why is this my life right now? Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Um, and then Janine also wants to see Wesley go to Gray. Yeah, I would like to see mm-hmm. that too. Um, especially like after the last episode, I said like I don't even see him getting disbarred. I see him like getting hurt. Mm-hmm. And I see that happening in like a mid-season pr- finale. Um, I would like for him to go to Gray before that would happen. So yes. yeah um janine also said that she can't wait for the halloween episode and then hopefully more chenford same same um and then marianne also said she liked nolan going against smithy and posed the question of are there sparks between lucy and aaron again i don't think so i didn't realize so many people uh i didn't catch on to it like that i didn't either i I mean i just thought it was i was just like oh that's nice like lucy you know like I don't know she's just sharing like I don't know because Lucy's just so like sweet and like nice and like almost like yeah. has this, like innocence about her but she's like you know being like able to 
like share this like wisdom and have this like bit of like maturity mm-hmm. go on you know with like offering this advice like well and like even the way that Aaron was like a little sassy with her and he was like um you're not a rookie anymore and like I will not be putting this protein bar into my I don't know I just felt like he was not being rude to her but just like kind of shutting down any possibility that that could be it kind of reminded like, me of like season one tim with lucy yeah but still like like maybe not the shutting same level maybe like he was shutting down the possibility of that like in his mind i don't know but i was just like i don't see it happening so i don't either and especially just for me like he's got this wall up like he is very guarded um and i think that's probably why he is a little sassy with nyla and stuff like he's just very maybe he just doesn't know who to trust yet i don't know but i don't see him and lucy like going together um but yeah i mean that's it on this episode of the rookie like we're four episodes in and it's just it's becoming an intense season it's gonna be a good one better yep um but you guys can find us on twitter at the shop talk pod underscore or email us at shop talk the rookie podcast at gmail.com with all of your thoughts um you can find us individually on twitter as well i'm at jstark804 and i'm at carrie hyman um and we've got merch in our t public store so if you're looking for a chunford shirt or wopez sticker we've got you covered um we also like dropped our uh season four of squad goal shirt so it has aaron on there and then also wesley yeah oh yeah it's cool um but next week we're taking a week off since there's no new episode of the rookie and so we'll be back um in november with a new ho- with a new episode covering the halloween uh like special so wow yeah yeah that's it for us in october really <laughs> oh my gosh that's crazy to think about like it is like we won't be back until november like second so yeah all right bye guys bye go get them boo